Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we are studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 202. We're looking at Acts chapter 2, verses 5 through 13. Let's read our passage. Now there were Jews staying in Jerusalem, devout people from every nation under heaven. When the sound occurred, a crowd came together and was confused because each one heard them speaking in his own language. They were astounded and amazed, saying, Look, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? How is it that each of us can hear them in their own native language? Parthenians, Medes, Elamites, those who live in Mesopotamia, in Judea, in Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phygra, Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them declaring the magnificent acts of God in our own tongues. They were all astounded and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But some sneered and said, They're drunk on new wine. Well, this is the day of Pentecost. The Holy Spirit has come. The disciples were gathered in the upper room, and again, it didn't say who was there, whether it was 12 or 120. I take the 120 position. And then there was the sound of like a rushing wind, and the Holy Spirit came upon them, and there was tongues of that were like flames, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them. So then... Luke goes on to tell us a little bit about what's going on at Pentecost in verse 5. It says, There were Jews staying in Jerusalem, devout people from every nation under heaven. It's Pentecost. This is one of the three pilgrim festivals, Passover, Pentecost, and Feast of Tabernacles. These are pilgrim festivals. These are where all the followers of, of Judaism are supposed to go to Jerusalem for the sacrifice. That's why it says there were devout people from every nation under heaven. These were the devout Jews, those who actually practice their faith. They travel to Jerusalem for the day of Pentecost, the festival of Pentecost. Now Luke says they were from every nation under heaven. Well, this is hyperbole. Were there places that there were not people from? Yeah, places where there's no Jews. But what's listed below are all the areas where there are major Jewish communities. So he says from every nation under heaven, that's just, that's the way we talk. It's just from all over the place. Well, really all over the place? No, but that would be a a figure of speech. So verse six, when this sound occurred, which sound? He doesn't say what sound they heard. Did they hear the sound like a rushing wind that filled the room? or the sound of the disciples speaking in different languages as the Spirit enabled them. You can make a case either way, and and it's hard to say. I I would go along with it's the disciples speaking as the sound they heard, because there's a crowd that gathers. So they've left the upper room where they were, and they've gone out. Well, to have the kind of crowd we're talking, we're talking over 3,000 people, pretty much have to be at the temple area for that to happen. So they must have left the upper room and gone to the temple area. So unless they heard the sound of the rushing wind there, it would make sense to me to say the sound they heard is the disciples speaking. 
So when the sound occurred, a crowd came together and was confused because each one heard them speaking in his own language. So that's why I go with the sound is the speaking. So we have people there from all over the place. Now they're all Jews. They probably all speak Aramaic or Greek or both. The fact that they come and stay in Jerusalem, that's the, the, the common language is there. But they all have a native language from where they are from. And that's what they're hearing. It says their own language. Now Peter's going to give a speech and he probably gives it in Aramaic and everybody understands him. So it's everybody there probably speaks Aramaic. But they have a native language that they're back in the, the area they come from. And that's what they're hearing. Now some say the miracle was the hearing. But verse 4 says they were speaking different languages. So I don't go, I don't buy the uh, miracle in the hearing. Plus, that would be the miracle in working with unbelievers, where the Holy Spirit is working with believers. So the crowd is confused because they hear him speaking their own languages. And verse 7 says, They were astounded and amazed, saying, Look, aren't all those who are speaking Galileans? Now, it doesn't say how they know they're Galileans. It, maybe they're saying some things in, in the normal Aramaic. Apparently, the, the Galilean accent is quite distinct. And so, perhaps, as they're speaking the light native language of Libya, northern Africa, that uh, they're doing it with a Galilean accent. We don't know, but for... Some way, when, one way or another, they recognize that they are Galileans. And the fact that these Galileans are all speaking in all these other languages, it is amazing and confusing. Verse 8. How is it that each of us can hear them in our own native language? And then Luke goes on to list several places that these people are from. Parthenians, Medes. Elamites, those who live in Mesopotamia, in Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, Phygra, Pamphylia, Egypt, and parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts, Cretan and Arabs. So he lists a, a lot. Some people get confused. Judea is listed in there. Why would Judea? They are in Judea. And people from Judea all speak Aramaic. Uh, what would their native language be? Well, there were some parts of Judea that formerly been part of Egypt and perhaps you know, the very distant parts of Judea where they did speak not necessarily as their native language, Aramaic. All these places are listed and these are all places that have Jewish communities. Like there was a huge Jewish community in Rome. It specifically says in Rome both Jews and converts the Jewish religion was always open to people becoming Jews. And, and there's several things you have to go through to become a Jew. You have to be baptized. You have to um, learn the, the basics of the faith. And for males, you have to be circumcised. And so that's a, that's a big stumbling block there for a lot of uh, grown men to be, become Jewish. But a lot of people became converts to Judaism never went through the full process to become 
a Jew themselves, although they did believe in Judaism. And that's what it refers to as converts here. And it says, we hear them declaring the magnificent acts of God in our own languages. It doesn't say what they're actually saying. Is it just praise to God? Probably is somewhat generic words of praise. But the amazing thing here is the speaking in all these different languages. Verse 12, they were all astounded and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But some sneered and said, they're drunk on new wine. Well, there's always going to be people who sneer at what God is doing. But many, it sounds like the majority, are quite intrigued. What is going on here? You have these Galileans speaking in all these native languages. Now, with the list that was given there, that's why I go with the 120 number from the upper room, not just 12. Um, Some people want to mess with the list and try and turn it into 12, but there's more than 12 here. That's why I go with, with the 120 number. Now, it doesn't say they're really proclaiming the gospel. They're just proclaiming the magnificent acts of God. The amazing thing here is the speaking in the languages. It's gotten everyone's attention and set them up for what's going to happen when Peter gives the sermon and Peter presents the gospel. So the miraculous act of the Holy Spirit was to get everyone's attention and show God's endorsement on what's going on. Because everyone is in a state of, well, It says in verse 7, they were astounded and amazed. And it says in verse 12, they were astounded and perplexed. So the attention has been gotten of the people there. And they have seen something amazing that they don't quite understand, but it's, it's grabbed their attention. And Peter's about to respond and present the gospel to them. Well, the Holy Spirit came. The Holy Spirit equips, the Holy Spirit guides, the Holy Spirit makes things happen. And and that's what we're seeing from the get-go here. The first thing the Holy Spirit does is equip them to do what he's called them to do. And we're going to see an amazing change in Peter here from Peter that we know and love from the Gospels to the Peter we love and respect in the book of Acts. And the same Holy Spirit works in us to equip us to do what he's called us to do. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.